When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, welcome to the Ryback Show live. I, I am the big guy, Ryback. Happy Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. Streaming live on Instagram and take the big guy, Ryback 2022. Uh, we'll say a doubt anything. We'll, we'll get at anybody from TikTok. It's been very, very bad. We'll go over that. The, the appeals, everything on trying to get my account made, made whole. Never ending every week, right? So it, it's... it's Everything. <laughs> We're streaming live, live on Riot TV on YouTube, where you guys are the co-host of the show. The inflow of the show goes where your questions go. Your chats are, are always great. Appreciated the big guy, guy Starbucks and shoulder massage money. This is a cake cup from home. I've got to go go get my afternoon uh, star Starbucks a little bit. Take the, the dogs to the park for a little bit, but today uh, after through the show. With all that, we're streaming on Facebook, Ryback Reeves on, on my Facebook account. I'm never on, from, from, I just have it connected to my Instagram. So if you ever see any posts from me on Facebook, they are solely coming from Instagram. I don't even log in to Facebook. I don't even go on go onto the under the form. But we are streaming uh, live on and also do Twitter today at Ryback. Uh, with that, this this podcast available on all, all podcast forms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. We always appreciate everybody that listens to the audio version. If you don't have time to tune into the live to the video, it's available on all podcast platforms, guys. And this show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with sweetened sweet, among fruit and fruit. No harmful sweeteners or because colors vaguely for men and women. And he, she, and thee on feedmemore.com. Returning customers can save 20% with discount. discount. Feed me 20, feed, feed me two And new customers can save 30%, a whopping 30% on your first order with discount code Ryback30, 30, 30, Ryback0, a one code for new, new customers to save 30%. We're luring you in with a big, big discount, but wait, there's more. We are also giving you for the month of January a free bottle of our 123 muscle joint tendon, tendon formula sort. You guys are absolutely going to love it. Great for arthritis, for aches and pains. Guys, guys, it's something you, you are going to find very, very, very beneficial, uh, especially people that are very active, people that are getting, getting up there in age, and uh, is it get, it's gotten great reviews. And uh, I want more, more people to buy this particular formula because it is, it is amazing. 
And uh, that formula strategy works well, well of giving out a supplement with others. And, and uh, we a little bit of a small hit on that, but it's worth it in the long run on that. And uh, so, so check that out. Get ways to save all, all the Feed Me More, Tom Merch, Ryback Merch, Merch, with all of that guy. Guys, so check that out. And uh, I always appreciate all your love and support for it. That is number one, one way to help continue to support everything going on and uh, everything that I have built, built and worked very, very hard for. And I continue my, my fight with my social media suppression. Uh, uh, I told you the, the TikTok, uh, this is it's taking a huge hit here. TikTok um, kicked me off the creator a month, month ago. In what they say is they say five month suspension. Why? I have no idea. I just woke up one day and you log into the account. Uh, I had no post or taken down. Down thing that like had had caused any controversy. It was just like you're getting kicked off the creator fund. And uh, and I and I, I submitted those on all the pro- proper perform. I've done this multiple multiple times by the way. They, they've not got back on anything. They, they've not answered any questions. And I've been shadow banned on there. Where if you guys follow me on there and see from getting close close to a million views a month on good months and anywhere from 50 to 80 on 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 most most months that when things were not not or fun functioning fine 50 to 80 million views per month is massive the most followed pro wrestler behind the rock on on there i am now hardly anything uh i'll be lucky lucky host a random one you know i'm, I'm in that like Five to ten thousand range, where oftentimes there's some that are at one to two thousand views. Uh, normally, would be in six six figures based on past posts that were similar of that and, and how they were distributed and being seen. Seen so, um, um, and like in you know now, I don't I don't really know. I can't see uh, the people on the live live on that, but it, it's just it, it when when you're and that's why I hustle on the social media for people. If, if you're not able to be seen by your own followers, they, they you're non-existent, uh, and it, it, it is not a thing. It is, it is there's nothing more frustrating in the world. That's why I'm fighting so hard because I, because I built a following, and I ask you guys, who else be following and then and then become completely disconnected from their following while they're heavily active with their following? It doesn't happen unless you get shadow banned or restricted or different things. So so uh, to keep fighting, fighting and uh, keep putting a content. And I keep doing things behind this and filing, filing up those messages and, and trolleys. Can you help, help me get going? And uh, I'm waiting for the Ryback tra- trademark. Once you get that official official documentation, that document will be submitted uh, to all the social media. media cause is it going to help? Gonna help? I don't know at, at this point. It, 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 like I'm, it, we're so far deep into this, and uh, we'll have to wait and see. We're still we're still waiting on to do the soft software update of the shadow battle banding on Twitter, and, and I just think you know, hopefully. Once I get that, and that can open, open that hopefully it's a snowball effect on raising awareness, awareness the other places to fail. All right, guys, guys, let's go ahead and uh, get on in to show. Somebody asked, why, why is your head big? I don't, I, I would say I have a very normal sized head. I, I would say my head is is quite, quite fitting uh, for my body. I don't think I have. I, I've been told that I have a, a large head on that. I would I think maybe even my head is slightly undersized for bigger guy. I think I could, I could actually have a little slightly bigger head and be fine. I love my, my head, though. I've never once looked in the mirror. But, you know, I feel, I feel like my head should be a little bigger. 
you know, you know, I've never ordered. I'm man, is my head too small? I don't, I don't worry about that kind of stuff, you know. We, uh, me, and uh, I, I'll leave that up to you guys to to ponder and uh, debate, you know. All right, let's get into into the questions here, guys. See what's going. Yeah, crazy, crazy week. Everything going on, and I will say the uh, uh, thought prayers kicking off off the show. Positive thought, thoughts to to Demar Hamlin. That I was watching that game uh, at the gym last day. You know, the Buffalo Blue Bills and Cincinnati Bengals was for everybody that that is known, well known that what, what went on as far as the lapsing on the, the field. I was I was watching at the gym on doing the stairmaster. And uh when I'd gotten home, I, I turned on the game. It had just, just happened. They were just showing the replays. And I go I, like but I thought initially it was like before because I go, oh my God. I it was stopped after everything. It's like what's going on? And uh in, in which it play out in, in, in real time as as, as many of us pro- probably did watching the game game and uh just, just it, the good news is at least it, he, he has made progress and, and I believe he's still in critical condition and but I believe he's been he's, he's been able to communicate with the doctors and uh with, with his kids they've actually actually believe they did a if I'm if I'm not I saw they did like like a zoom or a face facetime to deal where he was able to I believe communicate uh, a bit with the team and uh which which are so happy for everyone I can't even imagine uh having to witness that and you know the game was canceled and I would say that that was really the as far as what happened and it's like and, and this is a real concerning thing that you know with that 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 these people have to think to figure out just completely canceled and and uh and that seems like it's like probably best was the best thing uh all things considered, and the best possible outcome is 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 that uh, that he is, is doing her. And I know the things are still not out out of the woods yet, but it, it appears there was he's he's logically intact. That that hopefully, regardless of a pro football or whatnot, for his uh, for the rest of his life, that that's yet to be determined way too too soon. But at least hopefully uh, we'll, we'll be able to to live a, a happy and healthy life and. Uh, and it was really cool to see see the amount of people people that, that came together together. It's just a crazy crazy situation. I think there's a lot of questions a lot of people have. I think a lot of people are thinking, uh, want answers to how, how does this happen to a young me four year old? I don't know. Um, I don't think it's just one of those things. Where just sit sit and wait. And, and you know, the main main thing is hopefully he's, he's going to be all right and. and you know, and, and for this too, the sake of the Buffalo Bills and their season, that that they hopefully know that he's gonna he's gonna be all right and and, and focus in 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 you know probably have some extra motivation for what they're playing for now going in to get ready to the playoffs and uh, I would say they're probably going to be playing even hungrier playing for him and, and uh, crazy crazy situation though with all of that for that for us that saw it. And, and, Never seen anything like that in my entire life. Uh, I don't think anyone has, as they as they stated, and from the different football football personalities and um, and, and whatnot. So,
Hello, hello, hello. Thank you very much, Priscilla Jitsu, saying you bought some of the supplements. Thank, thank you. I, I see. Yeah, somebody said something. Something. Uh, I'm going to try. The, the, the show was echoing. Video was echoing. It's probably due to. Uh, I, I noticed getting on the, the. This is hardwired, but I noticed the connection felt a little so slow. What I'm going to do is is just disconnect. <clears throat> hello, 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 hello. Let me know if the audio is still echoing here on this side. Thank you for telling for telling me. I'm I appreciate that. Tyler Shrusa's video is echoing. Guy, just a heads up. Yep, I see everybody saying the video is echoing. Um, and I switch the mic to the to the you know, mic on the computer if it does not correct itself. All right, all right. I'm going to do be be bear with everybody listening to the show on, on the. Uh, we're going to switch the the audio on the internal mic. I without a, it, it still sounds fine. It's not as good as the the mic that, that I have. <clears throat> One second. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Tell me now, is the is the audio still echoing, YouTubers? It should be a little better now. I switched to the internal mic. I'm no longer using uh, the the external microphone. <clears throat> Wait and see to get a little feedback here. I don't want to have to. No, I'm good. No, it's good. All right. So we're good now. The microphone, I actually had, I had to reconnect it previously before I went live. This has happened. This has happened once or twice before. So uh, I, I apologize for everybody at the beginning of the show for the echoing. <clears throat> That's never a good thing. I uh, appreciate Noble Beast. Thank you very much for the kind words. Uh, yeah, so I guess, yeah, we'll just kick off the show. I'm, I'm looking at your questions here as I'm... Ryback, why do you think Vince McMahon is so adamant on selling WWE rather than uh, bequeath it to his children? The... So... Hold on. I'm looking at that comment on the merchandise on that. And I'll tell you a story about me with, in, uh, there's a comment on John Cena's merchandise. Actually, we'll, we'll kick off the show with this question uh, because this is, and I don't know how true this is, but the, Hey, Mr. Ryback, are the rumors true that WWE was overstocking Cena merchandise while at the same time understocking everyone else's merchandise in order to inflate numbers blink twice at true. Um, so I don't know. As far as the overstocking and understocking, uh, I can tell you um, that when I was in that that big position that that in between 2012 and 13, where I was a top merchandise seller alongside Cena, that there was I had a lot of difficulties with the merch team. Um, they started giving me the numbers uh, when I started getting really really hot. I'll never forget, and I've told this story, CM Punk came over to me uh, 
because he'd seen the numbers and he 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 just goes holy shit and he goes he had no clue that i was moving that kind of merch that quickly as far as it kind of blindsided i think some people not realizing how hot things were getting uh and i had known because i'm out there and i and i i'd seen the shirts and that original black and white shirt and they started making some stuff and and the merch people were really excited because they thought they were going to have a new guy to, to like start going all out for uh, as far as a couple of the merch guys. And so um, issues started where I guess Cena did not want the merch guys letting me see the numbers. What, this is, by the way, this was none of his business, but he held that top position. And it, there's a very, him and Punk were the, the two big merch sellers in the company and had been, you know, for, for years. It's namely Cena and Punk and, and for a good amount of time. And now there's this new guy at the top of the pack. And uh, and I just remember, like, never in a million years would I ever, like, look at somebody and be like, man, how can I stop that guy from moving more merch? Or, like, it's just not in my nature. I just look at if I'm making merch, moving merch and making money, awesome. What else can we make? And that I'm not even thinking about other people as far as the, like, Hey, can we stop making stuff for him? And there became a real issue. They they would not make as much merchandise for me. They wouldn't. They they would not approve new things, even though I was at the top of the pack. When you're red hot, you can't make enough merch. Is normally the way things go. And that's where I knew when things already politically. I just said, "Oh man, this is this isn't going to be good with that." Um, and there were instances later in my career in WWE towards the end, like the blue and orange wake up. Uh, it's feeding time, and I had some other some armbands, and there were a few other pieces of merch uh, that I firsthand saw. I would go up into the stands uh, right before the show, so that and when they had everything set up, and this I did this a handful of times, so it wasn't just a one-time thing. They had all my merchandise packed away and not set up, um, and this was more of a thing with things going on with me, and this had nothing to do with, with Cena, but I've seen how they can things can go with that and firsthand with it. And it wouldn't shock me if they were overstocking Cena stuff and not other people's stuff to the sense to where if people come in there and they go, Hey, uh, I want a, a Kofi Kingston shirt, but Kofi Kingston shirts sold out because they only had a small amount of them. And then what do you think? Well, I want to get something. Okay. I'll just get a Cena shirt. Right. So very possible that that, that was going on. And it could have been done in, I it wouldn't shock me one bit. I think that's a great question. And, and again, though, but he is moving the merchandise, but the, 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 the conditions are influencing that to a degree too. Right. On that. And, and I think that is, I don't think that that is an unrealistic scenario by any means. <sighs> All right, uh, got a super chat here. Christopher Yal, always greatly appreciated. Good to see you. Yo, big guy. What's new? Much love. Stay freaking jacked. Hashtag hungry. F-M-M-N. Thank you very much, buddy. Great, great weekend here. Feeling great. I'm doing my 24-hour fast and uh, working really, really hard right here. We're just kind of waiting a few things to, to finish up the Ryback trademark. And uh, I've made significant progress, even more progress on my shoulder, where uh, I'm able uh, this past week, I had a really, really good training uh, week uh, as far as in, 
and this is for me very important. What a lot of people don't realize the the more that I'm able to lift and knowing in, in the, the stability in my shoulder and I'm not getting the grinding and I'm lifting heavier and heavier weights and my shoulders not hurting me for days after doing certain things. It, it lets me know. I'm like, all right, we've made significant progress. And I've, cause the scar tissue, the rock that I've had in my scapula, that is, it is in, it's in a couple different areas that were broken down, um, have made huge strides in getting that broken down to where, cause that, that tissue is causing some sort of malfunction in my scapula movement. And, and I'm not a doctor and I know, by the way, and specialists, nobody else has seemed to be able to figure this out. I have because it's me and I've just learned, I go, this thing is causing this grinding. It's causing my, is the glenohumeral joint, humeral joint to push and move into the, where I have no cartilage and it causes really bad grinding at times when the weight is applied and that scapula can't move freely and something because that big rock of scar tissue is causing something to kind of get stuck that causes that that really uncomfortable pain for me that I've gotten down to almost it is it is as good as it has been. So um I'm just continuing to do every day hours. And when I say hours every day, I'm not exaggerating this. I am on a golf ball for hours doing my hangs out in my gym doing everything with all my training, doing some shoulder rehab stuff in that with it. And uh, so it's just kind of just focus on business and health and keep moving forward. And uh, everything's going to line up. I, I firmly believe that. I'm glad the sound is better. Yeah. For the people early in the show, I apologize that. Uh, I apologize that the sound was echoing early in the show. We had a little microphone malfunction. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get to the question now on. Uh, I'm going through here looking. How long have I been on YouTube since leaving wrestling? Not as long. I, I, I created, I think I created the account and didn't use it for a long time, for a good amount of time. I, I started becoming active on this. I put a little bit of the podcast episodes up and this is, and it wasn't even the really early episodes. Uh, and I didn't even know how to use YouTube. I never logged into it. I had no idea about like hashtags or any, it's so simple. But when you've never used it and you're dealing with other things, and I was start startup business with Need Me More Nutrition, um, I started actively making content on here. I believe it was 2018, if I'm not mistaken. It was, I think it was the summer or early, right prior to summer of 2018. If not 2019, it might have been 2019. Was it 2000? No, maybe 2018, as I think is what my gut was. Because I think I I did some of the, the food, the, the Popeye's chicken sandwich deal that was super popular. And then I, the show was being put up there. But that's when I really started like learning about YouTube and like going, oh, wow, this could be very beneficial to, to feed me more nutrition and to my business. And, and the more I learned about marketing, and it is very important, so. Maybe about four, four and a half years, I would say, 
Yeah, started someone says around 2018 making regular content. Yeah. So around 2018, um, which is crazy, and, and this is with everything going on, I made more money on my YouTube the first two years than I make now. I'm talking like five, six times as much with nowhere near the following that I have now. How crazy is that? But it's because now my I don't get the the views for the content and as far as very small amount of people that follow me watch my content, even though it's the content that they followed me for, for the most part on that, but it's just par for the course. Can you drink Coke zero during a fast? I mean, you can, but they, they say uh, sucralose and aspartame break a fast because they cause an insulin response in your body. So while you're not technically getting calories, um, it's releasing insulin, which is that breaks a fast, which you don't want. You don't want that happening. Stevia is the only thing in monk fruit shown not to do that. So uh, I would not drink Coke Zero. What you can drink are the Zevia. The Zevias here, and these have no fat, no carbs, no sugars. They're not using any other sweetener other than Stevia leaf. Uh, and, uh, I love the creamy root beer is one of my favorites. <sighs> Free plug for Zevia. Yeah, we're going to get, I'll get to the Vince McMahon WWE stuff here. One second. We've got another super chat. Ryback show regular Tyler Sugarus. Top six theme songs, One Line in the Sand for Evolution. Great song. Two, Meet on the Table. Thank you very much, Tyler. Three, Sexy Boy. Four, Basic Thugonomics. Five, Break the Walls Down. Uh, and six, Veal of Fire. Whose song was Veal of Fire? I don't know if I'm familiar. I, I'm clearly have to be. I, I don't know that by name, though. Great list of uh, theme songs there, Tyler. I've uh, I always love I like lo I'm with you. That line in the sand evolution song is a really catchy theme song. I uh, you're not going to get any arguments from me on that. That's uh, it's uh, a successful theme song is has to match the group or the character, the the persona, and it makes you feel something when you hear it, and it uh, it can make or break a wrestling character. And uh, I really firmly believe all the biggest stars in the industry. Throughout the the history of pro wrestling, when music has has been connected to it, the theme song it plays a major role in in uh, in the identity of that performer and the in the in the emotions that he can help elicit um, in for fans. Yeah, Kane, Vila Fire, Kane. Okay, another great one. <clears throat> Somebody says, uh, "Chris, oh, thank you, buddy." Quick question. Are you still on Spotify, Twitch? Still on uh, Twitch. I, Spotify, I believe the show. I think I just checked that a couple weeks ago, and they had all, all the recent episodes, so it should still be on Spotify. It's all connected through the podcast network on that. So um, I believe they have all the – somebody put a – how did the – who put a sombrero on me on TikTok? You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I just look over, and I have a sombrero on uh, the TikTok stream. Uh, but I should be on there, Chris. Brock Christensen, have you ever read the book The Secret? I have. I'm actually in 
one of their books, How the Secret Changed My Life. I was their celebrity uh, story in that. I am a big, big, big uh, believer, and I've listened and read all those books multiple times. I am a big, big believer in the law of attraction and that. But I I always say, ask, believe, feel, work, receive. Uh, Feel and work are not mentioned in the secret. They say, ask, believe, receive. Uh, but I, and you got to be able to feel it and you got to be able to do the work. Not always. There's certain things where maybe you can attract different situations or things without. Right. But I, I just think overall, if you have a good understanding of that, it is it is absolute uh, magic. And I, I, I contribute it to allowing me to stay positive while I'm dealing with what I've dealt with with all of this and uh, going one day at a time and uh, focusing on the things that I can control and make me happy. And, you know, because the social media stuff is it is very, trust me, I would, I'd be lying to you if I said I didn't have some, some bad thoughts of things I would like to do to some people. It is very, very, it, it is, how deep this goes, it is, I would not wish this on anyone, but so it takes a lot of work for me uh, to really try to keep my cool as much as possible with all this. I did not celebrate New Year's or do anything. Um, I didn't do anything. I uh, I don't, nothing, my, I've, I have not done taking a vacation. I've not done anything. Uh, Phoenix and Dolph Marie, Phoenix and Dolph Marie, Dolph Ziggler was just in town with Phoenix, Phoenix lives here for the AVNs. And, and Dolph was always, I love Dolph. He, he's one of the true, true good people in pro wrestling. Anytime he's in Vegas, he usually messages me. Unfortunately, he's always on the strip, and I live far away from that, and he wants to go out and, and have drinks and stay out. He literally messaged me the other night. I didn't know he was going to be here, and uh, I'd forgotten that the AVN Awards, because we went together in 2016, but they wanted me to come out. And Phoenix was messaging me. He messaged me on a couple nights, a few nights ago. I was literally already upstairs working on my shoulder and going to bed, and uh, and I just told him I'm, I'm working on my shoulder and going to bed. It was like nine-something. And I was going to, I had about an hour still to work on my shoulder and I'd already taken my GTS, go to sleep. And I don't, I don't like that when it benefited me until like I, I am where I need to get, because this is my life at stake for you guys don't understand this in my career, my, my business and being able to take care of my family. Like if I don't get these issues fixed at some point in time, it's going to be, it is like, it is, it is, it is imperative that I get my health back because, and again, if I don't get my the social media stuff, I'm going to be screwed. The longer this goes on, the worse it gets with it. Like, and so I go, okay. I also have to get my health back because these stupid mother effers that are that go doing this. I have to be able to physically be able to get back to TV with all of this for and two. And that was always the game plan. But it's more important than ever that I am okay that I can get back to TV and stay strong and healthy for a long time because of this corporate bs greed going on uh with the social media so there's no relaxing and there's no no you know i i do my i have my wine nights once a week but it's conserved here home not doing anything crazy not doing anything stupid i'm not out i'm not putting myself in bad situations i'm i'm very focused until this is all over and i get what i have worked for and have everything in order there's no other way because there's so much on the line and a lot of people relying on me and I've got to be able to take care of, you know, 
And that's why I'm so passionate and vocal about getting this stuff fixed because I shouldn't have to be able to go back to TV. That has nothing to do with having a following, having a massive following and being disconnected from that. And that's what I'm trying to get people to understand. Put yourself in those shoes with that and you have a business and everything is dependent on this social media being seen. We live in a world of where being seen matters with that. And I'm not, my health has been taken away and I've been blessed to be able to get that back, but I got to get it back to a certain point, right? So what is like, again, say I could never wrestle ever again. None of you know that, you know, nobody knows, right? Why should, because some people, oh, just go back to TV. Everything will be fine. No, that has nothing to do with what's going on on this. I already have the following. I'm already active. I've already proven on TikTok and you've seen on what happens when you're allowed to be seen? So I have to keep fighting. And there's there's no there's no there's no partying or there's no celebration. The Ryback trademark doesn't mean jack to me, by the way, unless I get this stuff fixed. That good stuff it means stuff to me. I shouldn't say that just social media because it does from a business standpoint. It's very important moving forward. But the social media is the most important thing, and it has been from the beginning. Uh, this is again, here's a, I'm going to, this is a good question. Rolling with, with Kunai Kunal, why are you not going to Hollywood and, and pursue acting? I mean, you should think of it. It will be good to see you there in some action movies or, or good Netflix series. And so brother, so, Hey, you want me to kill my dog? Should I just say, screw everything? I have a business and screw it because little Kauai and whatever little country you're in, wants me to go be an actor. I've already taught, I have no interest in pursuing an acting career. I, I have interest in going back and finishing what I started my career doing in pro wrestling. And I, I love business. I love I love business. I love being in the supplement industry with that. So I'm living my life staying true to myself, not what little Kauai or whatever the hell your name is, whatever little country you're in. You guys are all the same. You're all cut from the same cloth. You tell people no matter how big they are, they look small. Oh, you need the bigger muscles like the bodybuilders. You need, but don't they do the steroids? You guys all talk the same. You ask the same stupid questions. And so it's like, you know, I, I don't have any interest in doing that, buddy. I like keeping my dogs alive. I like knowing what I live for. I'm, I, I'm like, I'm a normal, hardworking dude. I don't, I don't have any desire. Like, hey, I'm going to go kill my dog so I can go move to Hollywood and or go leave for three, four months at a time. Yeah, let's just kill your dogs and, and that you have to take care of that are dependent on you that has disc disease because a little Kawhi wants me to go be an actor in Hollywood. Like, brother, stupid. We're going hard on Kawhi today because that question pisses me off when I see stuff for people that just don't have any goddamn clue on like what being a good human being and like people that are dependent and animals that love you and dependent and like have worked very hard to build being an entrepreneur. Like, but no, no, you, you, you need to be an actor because I think I can only picture you doing action movies, being like Arnold and doing the things. And I want you to be like Batista and I want you to be doing different reads and going away for months at a time. I don't care about your happiness. I am a selfish fuck. And I want you to go be in Hollywood because I want to sit and eat my popcorn and drink my Coke Zeros at the movie theater. And I want to watch the big guy Ryback on the big screen because he is a big time movie star in my mind. And I don't really care about him. I just selfishly just want to see him so I can sit in the theater on a date with my ugly, stupid date and say, I know that guy. I told him to be big Hollywood actor and he did it. Not today, Kawhi. We've gone off on a tangent on this guy. He really pissed me off. Knocked off my own microphone. 
<sighs> but that's why, Kawhi, that I'm not in, in Hollywood. Hello, hello. Kunal, Kunai, Kunal. Yeah, I don't know what the hell his name is. But this is, I just talked about this. I did a new feeding time coming up where people, uh, they'll, 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 they'll tell me, you're wasting, you're burning away your best years, your candles going out, you're wasting your life and career doing podcasts and running a business and, and, and eating food, eating chips. And I just sit and I see that. I, I block them instantly and I just keep going. Like, you have no concept of anything going on in my life. You have no care in the world about my health. You just selfishly want to see me so bad. You will say anything to, oh my God, he's right. The candle's burning out. I better go make a bad decision here before I'm ready. Like, it's not going to work because you don't know. that. Like, it's like, God, these people, it makes you hate humans sometimes. Super chat. Jose, our too sweet. Uh, yes, our too sweet is in stock on feedmemore.com. Brandon says, what do you think about AEW's pro, uh, product, specifically MJF? I think he's done a very good job. Uh, I think they have uh, they've built some some organic stars within the company. Uh, I would say MJF. I think Ricky Starks is 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 is, is star is bright with that and is is really coming on here. Uh, Darby Allen is another one that where is 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 known. Uh, I think Wardlow and I, even though I'm not not necessarily his booking, I think has been not not ideal here. Since he was when he was, if you compare to how hot he was with the MJF stuff, it's kind of gone a different direction, and not in a bad way necessarily, but it's definitely not ideal. But I don't know that I have a feeling I have an idea what's going on, knowing how some different producers and people can be. And um, but but he's 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 another one though that is known uh, that I think his star is, is much brighter than when he first started, obviously. Um, and I'm forgetting there's somebody else, the acclaimed, I think, have come into their own, uh, and, and namely Max. I think Max, but ever since they started doing the scissor stuff, the other guy, uh, Bowens, is, is I think, gotten a little more comfortable uh, personality-wise. But I think Max is definitely, and with, with Daddy Ass, the, the, the two big things with that group, um, and like, like so, and where I think that Max will have a career as, as a single star if, if he chooses. Uh, whereas Bowens, I don't know what direction that will go if they were to break up, right? But because Max, personality-wise, is really strong, <clears throat> and obviously has, has has the gimmick and does very well with it. But uh, I'm, I'm a fan. I want the, again. There's things obviously watching where. I can't control what other people do. I just know what I know now and what I've been blessed enough to learn that I know business-wise that where I, I I think it's a cool thing. I've been able to kind of see, sit back and watch how things are playing out, knowing what I know about the business because it allows you to 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 just take it all in. And when the time is right, you know what you know what certain things you're looking for, you know what certain things to avoid. And but I, I'm very happy. I we I want them to be as successful as possible. Because it makes pro wrestling better for the wrestlers and for the fans. Um, the more promotions that are doing well, it allows more work for talents to go where if they're not with, you know, WWE or AEW, that there's impact wrestling. 
or different places where, you know, Heath Slater, guy I, I have nothing but love for and been friends with for a long time, allows him to go there and be able to make a living to take care of him and his family, right? And, and, and you got Matt Cardona, Zach, and, and doing a lot of different things. And with these, <clears throat> even though they're not with one of the, I guess what you want to say, the two big promotions, but you don't need to be in this day and age. You could do independence. And, and like I've said, I, I could go when I'm ready. And this is something that I'm going to really think really hard about this. If for whatever reason that we're not able to do business with that, I there's nothing wrong in my mind having my business and then just being able to add a whole other revenue stream once again of pro wrestling where I go, okay, I'm just going to do select independent matches, get the camera footage and upload it to my Ryback TV. I'll do my promos, do everything and have everything in the wrestling will be on my own channel and I'll profit from it on my own with that. And I have all my merch and I own my brand. Nobody can stop me. I can, I have my own uh, merch fulfillment company. I can, you know, I have my own pro wrestling tees for me with that, with that in the company that I work with that works with select big time, different people. They work with Tyson and like, I've been very blessed. So it's like, if I can just get that steamrolling, that's where this was so important. All this, that in getting back and, could really, really make a, a lot of money with this. And I'm not now, I don't have to worry about a, a $30 t-shirt getting 99 cents on a $30 t-shirt. I'm now outside of my costs for the shirt at the company and outside of a, a small fulfillment fee, I'm collecting all the profits. You see how important that is? Long-term, it, it's huge. I could, I could tell you, it's a difference of millions of dollars when things are good with that. So. Um, but we'll have to wait and see in, in that. But like I said, the, uh, you want, I want AEW to be as successful as possible because it just, it creates more work for everyone. And it allows, I, I think competition is a good thing for the wrestling companies. Um, if you know another company exists and that they could possibly take away your, your talent when their contracts are up, it makes, it keeps you more honest where you got to be, treat people a little better, Right. Whereas if you just in WWE had a monopoly for so long, it was an I unfortunately a lot big part of my career was in that monopoly where you just get screwed time and time again. Well, what else are you going to go do, right? Joseph says, "You should have Sophie and Luga as your valets when you go back to wrestling." I would never bring them anywhere near pro wrestling and uh, that environment. I uh, yeah, very nice. I see this a lot. Someone says I'd like to see you in all of Japan. And hey, brother, like so I'm just I'm being honest. I've never outside of I've seen a little bit of footage. I, I've wrestled in Japan twice for WWE. I like being in the United States. I don't think I think it's great. I I, I won't I like I just got I get things coming still. There was another thing came in. To, to go over for Scotland for a big show over there. And I'm not wrestling and I can't go away. And I did like, I, I'm not wrestling first of all right now. And I'm also though, I can't be away from home for a, a period of time because of my dogs with that. And I'm going to get things straightened out <clears throat> where I'm going to be able to have, be able to have weekends free in the coming months um, where my dogs are going to be able to be taken care of at home and, and watched with it. But under like, I, I can't be going away for long periods of time to go to go wrestle like in Japan or different things. It's not, it, it it's not, it can't be done. 
Otherwise, I'd have to go kill my dog. And that's why I just, I'm just being straight up. Do you want me to go kill my dog to go wrestle in a country I don't need to go wrestle in? And that's where I get people, you got to understand, like, life is more important and taking over. You know, DeMar Hamlin stuff, that people go, life is more important than football. People love to just say and hear that, I believe my dog's lives are more important than me going to another country for an extended period of time because people think that they want to go see me wrestle over. Like, I have I, nothing but love for any promotion over there, for all the talent. I, if I'm going to do something, it's going to be here where I can go in and out and be home. Okay. Uh, thank you, KB. We're going to go ahead and meet hook and shell shock you out of here for spamming the chat with just WWE. An odd thing to spam on that. I'm looking through the question tier. Thank you very much, John, on saying good to hear that I've got my trademark name back. We're just awaiting the uh, USPTO to make it official and to get the documentation on that. Uh, and I guess, and that's a good, so for people too, and I know there were a lot of questions in here in the chat um, <clears throat> about um, Vince McMahon is, is back WWE. Did he ever really leave? But uh, where he's brought back the George Barrios and Michelle Wilson onto the board, two board members have, have left, or I don't know what exactly is going on with that specifically, uh, but with his intent, and, and this is what they're saying, and take a wait-and-see approach, but it is being said that they are looking to sell the company, and his presence is necessary with the with the TV deals and um, the media rights, there's a lot that goes in like this is there is, and, and I have no doubt he understands that as, as good as anyone. It's his company and he's dealt with this his entire life. Right. With that. Um, in knowing what I know, I, I, I take this where I go, okay, let's see what happens, um, with this. And from what I'm being told from people that I know there, I've been told from my sources, sources um is that he is not going to be at tvs he's he's strictly going to be at headquarters um in his return handling all of this for the for the for eventually selling the company uh which i think is a very positive thing i've talked about it years ago i thought disney a company like disney is going to be the a front runner uh in acquiring this and i i think because vince and i've talked about I firmly believe, and it's fine, everyone's different. I'm, I firmly believe he cares about what his net worth is when he when he dies. And I think that this will catapult him wealth-wise selling this company at, I mean, it, it's going to be huge with it, right? And, and I, I think that is why people are like, why isn't he keeping it in the family and this and that? I think that it is... I think it could be twofold on that one, the net worth that when he finally goes, his net worth is at a certain number and some people that it's just, it's very important to them. I also though don't, I also don't think that is the sole reason I do believe that in his mind. And I, I think he, he's right in this. 
that a company like Disney buying WWE preserves the WWE brand for 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 a very long time, right? Because Disney's not going anywhere. And so that then protects WWE, gives it protection, protects the legacy, everything that he's, he's put into the company and built, right? So for, I think that is, and if he didn't do that and say, then, you know, and he wants to have control over who he, he who's going to take over the company. Whereas if he just, he just did what he did and, and sold his shares eventually and wasn't the major shareholder of WWE. And then eventually and, and say he passes away in a year or two or, or whatever, five years, 10 years, whatever that time is. And then somebody else sells WWE to not Disney or makes a bad decision. And in, in 20 years, nobody WWE doesn't even exist anymore. Right. Then like it's, <clears throat> so I think he has control over that decision right now. And he wants to have a play and rightfully so on that rightfully so. Um, but what is interesting to me with him, with the WWE stuff is, and I've talked to other people is, is this a cover to ease him back in and they say they're going to do a sale, but they don't really do a sale. And then in a month or two, and just hear me out on this, what if there's a situation where Hunter can't be at TV and he can't be there? Hunter has an issue and Vince has to step in to run TV or, or Bruce Pritchard can't run TV for Hunter with Hunter. Like Hunter's crew isn't, there's not, there's an, there's a situation, an emergency where Vince is needed to run TVs for one week or two weeks. How easy then would it be for him to then, my presence is needed. I'm Hunters can't be here. Very, that would not shock me one bit if it goes down that way for people, right? But for the time being and knowing what I know, and, and I'm going to tell you how my Ryback trademark ties into this, for them to drop this like that, it's one of two things. One, they do that because when you, when you are, they have a sale potentially already lined up, and or, or that they know that it's going to be lined up, and who knows? They could have a sale ready to go, right? That you got to take care of all your legal stuff. You want as much legal stuff taken care of where you either settle or you just you dismiss or things where you don't want things continuing for when you sell sell a company, especially that large, right? So that would explain because there was still another three months to go to decision, and then there was a three to six months month wait for that decision, which I was going to get anyways. I've told they knew that they were going to lose that with that no matter what, <clears throat> even though there's still a chance possibility odds were heavily on my side with having the facts and knowing what we knew that I was going to win the trademark. There was only a little bit of billing left. They've already melted this all the way to the end. So outside of it to either settle, which I wasn't agreeing to the confidentiality agreement and that we couldn't come to terms on the monetary amount, or it's just, let's just dismiss this. We're going to lose it anyways. He's not signing the confidentiality agreement. He's already talked. So they had nothing. It was essentially that tells me that there is a strong possibility that a sale is, is really, really, really very possible here very soon with that. Other thing that could be, it's one of two things. That or Hunter knew Vince was coming back and Hunter did a solid and had that dropped before Vince came back. 
I'm more prone to believe it's the sale based off what I know on that, that it was, okay, this is, this is the legal thing we have going on. We don't need to continue this. We're going to lose this anyways. Let's get this. So this is off the books. This is off the records. This is not like, because companies look at this stuff. What legal, what lawsuits do you have going on? What things do you have going on? And so you want your books to look clean on a transition on a sale. You're like, yep, this is, there's no legal. So when a company's taken over, they're, they don't have any pending lawsuits, right? Different things that are that they have to then take over. <clears throat> so that's why I think that they're actually being honest with the Vince stuff. Even though I'm still skeptical, I'll, 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 I'll believe it when I see it go through all the way. But just knowing what I know and seeing what happened suddenly with the trademark, it's which is all positive for me. I don't care about whatever reason it is. I got what I wanted at the end of the day. Took a long time, but very valuable to me, regardless of what the reasons are for it. So, <clears throat> Dave Gam, uh, Gunning, thank you very much for swinging by the Ryback Show. Uh, do you think the roster and office staff have a good chance of union unionizing under new ownership? If the sale does happen, I don't see it happening personally. I I, I don't know. I will say that I, I do. I am a huge fan of Disney taking over WWE and not knowing anything other than I think that it opens the doors because Disney, you don't. If, I think pro wrestlers for WWE, if it is, is owned by Disney, have a chance to be larger than life superstar megastars once again, bigger than ever before. With the with the the crossover with Disney and with movies and with with television series and, and the power of the Disney brand and machine tied into the power of the WWE machine, I'm looking at this. I go, this could be the greatest thing in the entire world. And I know people have some people have issues with Disney, but I'm looking at this straight from a talent standpoint. Of we've got this company with all this money that now I mean the sky's the limit. You could go across them. They could use you this. They could put you in this movie. They could this because they now their mindset, and we're going to have to wait and see, isn't trying to control people to keep them in. The, they could just look at looking. We are so powerful. We could just make the biggest stars in the world and make even more money with these human beings because they're larger than life superstars on a whole other level that WWE for so long has tried to control because Vince and them didn't want them leaving the wrestling business. But if Disney is using you and using you in movies and you're making them all this money with that, they're going to keep you happy. They're going to pay you more because they know you're happy and they want to keep doing this stuff with you. Or it's like, hey, I'm just going to do movies. They know they can still make money with you on their movie franchise or whatever they're doing, however they're using you. But Disney with merchandising, I look at this as such a cool, cool thing uh, that. I think the biggest stars in wrestling are going to come from a non-WWE-owned era, in my personal opinion. As long as it's not people coming in with the same control aspect of things. Have to wait and see how that plays out. The Little Mermaid starring The Rock. <laughs> but you know what I mean with that. that I, I think... It is, and I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be positives, and I'm sure there might be some changes with things. But I look at it. I think it's 
I, I, I think the positives far outweigh the negatives with, with that. And uh, I think if that deal is done, Vince McMahon is going to make a lot, a lot, a lot of money. Dave, you're very welcome for the Feed Me More Nutrition Christmas deal. We went all out on that. We went balls to the wall on that Christmas deal. That was uh, that was a solid month for us. But I appreciate all you guys with the love and support on Feed Me More Nutrition. It is, I've worked very, very hard to build this and uh, in truly giving you guys the best supplements on the planet. And I, I don't think that there's not another company that is giving you the, the value the quality and and the great the great deals consistently like we are. Someone says, "Not gonna lie, I always thought Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon would get WWE." Yeah, I, I think people that you would think it, it's. I'm telling you, it is such. Can you, they have offices in all these different countries. Do you understand how big that brand is? How many things? How many people? How many people work there? How many employees they have, not counting the independent contractors of the wrestlers, quote unquote. Like, I mean, it is. Do you know how much work it takes? What, like, that's why there's so many people that just have small jobs within this big organization. No one person, and Vince wasn't running everything. Then there's all these other people making decisions and different things, but you oversee. So when there's problems, you then have to fix that. But like, <clears throat> it's a lot. Do you think they want it? Like, no, no one person, I mean, your life is just constantly just phone going off. And I, I don't think people can truly understand, but it's, and I know that just from having my business and how involved I am, and I'm nowhere on that scale of having like that. No, not even, not even nowhere near that. And how much work and time goes into everything. And the more people you have working for you, the more problems there are and, and, you know, that's why I'll never knock anything on that the business side of how that stuff is run. It, it, it is it is unbelievable how big they have gotten on that. But still, and I don't think they, like Hunter and Stephanie, like, I think you want to be able to have a normal life and, and be able to, to live life. And, and with that, like Vince, like it, there's there's. It, 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 I'm telling you, it, it's constant and it, it, I don't. It, it, it wears on you, and unless you're, it's your business that you created, like he did. With that, you're not going to be as passionate about it, and you're not going to want to deal with the headaches, and it, it it's a lot. And that's not even counting dealing with like creative and wrestlers, and and you know what I mean. Just look at it from a business standpoint. Like, there's so many moving parts on on a pro wrestling company. At that at that level, it is it to me. It, it's that's why I love business. Business is so fascinating, and it, it's so incredible what can be done with it. But it is it is. I don't think they want those headaches. Uh, did you see Bill says? Did you see them Barry Wardlow? And then have Darby Allen make the save for him, shaking my head while they did him dirty. So I saw that he'd lost to Samoa Joe, and then they cut his hair, his, 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 the ponytail off, right? And I saw, did, did Darby make the save after that? I think I saw the end of that. I need to go watch the whole match with him and Wardlow. I have not seen the whole match, and I wanted to watch that. 
Uh, Samoa Joe is is incredible talent. I was shocked that they had him lose to Joe for Joe to lose to Darby. I will I will say that that caught me off guard, and uh, I don't know what the situation there with with, with with what's going on with that. I don't know, but the booking has not been for how hot he was. I don't understand why they they made the decision to to cool him off when he was red hot. I I, I don't I don't I don't understand it, and it, it's we'll have to wait and see how this all plays out. But Mr. Ryback, if things are go according to the way you explained down the road, the Discovery NBC merger is going to create conflict with them and Warner Brothers. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's why I think there's a lot of moving parts that I think Vince needed, to, if that is true, needed to come back. And there's a lot that probably has to be worked out and, and discussed. And I'm not as as familiar with that, so I, I don't I don't know. But I think. No matter what, it's very interesting to see. And who knows? Maybe it's not Disney that that buys it. Is it Peacock and NBC Universal? Maybe they're the ones. I don't know. I don't know who else who else there is. Disney owns Fox, right? With that, I just I, I can see. I think some things will change. The, like the TV, like I think that's why. And he talk about the media rights. How like for those deals that are coming up, I think they come up in twenty twenty four, right? if I'm not mistaken from what I saw, that that all is going to tie in to, to who buys the company and where things go at, at what date and time. And I, I, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some changes if, if a deal goes through, which I am, I, I, I'm prone to believe that a deal is going to going to happen based off what I've seen with my Ryback trademark, that that all of a sudden after all this time is, that they're cleaning up the books to make everything look clean for, for a sale. Which is very normal for a company to do. I think I missed a super chat here. Uh, let's see. Thank you very much saying Feed Me More Nutrition is the best. Thank you, thank you. Why am I not on WWE 2K22? I'm not on any of the 2K. I'm, I've not been in any video game since I've left WWE because everything going on with the trademark and they did not want to pay me. They, they've they gone out of their way. They, they're trying to eliminate me making money on every way possible. So they are not going to help me out by, by creating things, which they actually did me a solid by them not doing anything. They abandoned the trademark that I've been using, that I filed for in 2019, and which is I that I got. So, but they, they didn't make anything with me. Now they can't make anything with me moving forward because I own everything with that. And, and they would have to negotiate. Uh, that would all have to be done in negotiations if they ever want to do anything ever again. But Super chat, <clears throat> Michael Moranti. Thank you. Why would someone want to buy WWE? If you have that much money to begin with, why buy it and deal with all the aggravation and all the problems it comes with? It's just people complaining every day. Matt, nope, that's not how. Because one, the people that are that make the decisions and you make it a lot of money, 
that and, and when you're dealing with a lot of money in, in a company, you're dealing with power and control. And this is why you're seeing companies buy up other companies. The bigger that these companies get, the more power they have in the world. You don't think WWE is a very powerful company on its own. So you don't think that Disney, by engulfing WWE and putting that WWE brand inside the Disney brand, it just, you know how much more money and they look at WWE and WWE does very good for the shareholders in, 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 in generating revenue, right? Vince, they have a proven model through Vince of, of making money. You don't think another company is going to look at that and go, I wouldn't mind that revenue coming in and the company like Disney that will have access to all the, the talent that they'll be able to cross promote with and do things with. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Companies aren't looking at like, they have all individual the people that handle all the problems. The top people that are making the most money typically don't have to deal with the, the, the everyday problems unless something major happens, right? <clears throat> but that's what they make the big bucks for. <clears throat> Super chat, Project Brainchild. Do you prefer having matches with bigger guys or smaller, quicker wrestlers? Um, it so one preference wise, just as far as wrestling, smaller guys is always way easier on the body. The bigger because you can't fake power moves, right? You can't fake picking people up all different ways. And uh, and I got an, it, it's a it's a it's a positive and a negative. I've been blessed. I got to wrestle all the largest human beings in the world, the giants, the the massive just behemoths in wrestling because I could pick them all up and was able to do all my power stuff with them and, and was blessed that they would let me and right with all that. And it gets very good reactions, but it physically takes a, it's a very hard physically on your body to do that, which is why you don't see it done really. It was, it was, you don't see a lot of the guys doing all power stuff on bigger guys. And I think that was one of the things that set me apart being able to do that. I also really, really can, I love wrestling smaller people because I love the different styles. It's much physically easier on me, even though, throwing them around and stuff, but it's lighter weight. It's like, what would you rather pick up all the time? 400 pounds or, or 180 pounds, right? I'd rather pick up the 180 pounds more often because it's not it's not as physically taxing on my body. I'm also not bumping as much wrestling smaller guys. I'm still bumping, but it, it, it's not at the rate that I'm bumping if I'm wrestling a guy that is is uh, is the big show because I'm the smaller guy in that in, in working against the giant, right? So it is, uh, I prefer physically smaller people, but I, I like wrestling the bigger guys because I love the adrenaline and the crowd reaction that it elicits. I just don't want to do it all the time, right? But that's where people, you get those, the big matches people want to see, the big heavyweights go at it and it's awesome. And, it, and when there's a good story in place, it's even better. The thing is, you you I don't want to have to do that, you know, five nights a week for three months in a row. And I've done this, did it for years, because it it it, it does not it does not do your body any favors, unfortunately. Another super chat here. Gilhermi Henrique. Hell of a name. 
Hello, big guy. I love you. You was one of my favorite wrestlers when I was a kid. Hugs from Brazil. I love you. Thank you very much, buddy. I hope everything's going well. Brazil, I've never been there. It's one of the places I would like to go. That's uh, the most beautiful women in the world in Brazil. That and Colombia. <laughs> and I've been to Colombia. Thank you, BioAccelerator. Woo! Colombia. Having flashbacks. I'm looking here to see if I missed. Uh, I'm just drinking coffee and a and a Zevia root beer here. Yes, you could buy Feed Me More Nutrition in Ireland. We have worldwide shipping on the website. Very, very, very good worldwide shipping. You could buy Feed Me More Nutrition, anything on feedmemore.com from around the world. Tyler, sweet sugar sugar back in the house. Who who cheated better, Ric Flair or Eddie Guerrero? Uh, I think they both cheated uh, very well in their own ways. I think Eddie cheated harder for a shorter period of time. I think Rick cheated longer. So they both they both cheated in, in different ways and, and had success. I think Eddie was cheated and it was is really known for his cheating for a a, a, a brief period um, and it was very entertaining. Whereas Rick was more of a, as a slow burn with Rick's cheating. It wasn't, it might not have been as drastic at times. So they were both very good cheaters in their own ways. <clears throat> ah, good. Uncle Snizzle, thank you. What are your thoughts on Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff's contributions to wrestling? Love you, big guy from Hartford, Connecticut. Nothing but love from Paul. And uh, I got to be around him a little bit, WWE. I, I, I think wrote next to him on, on one of the bus rides uh, to the Hall of Fame. He was, I think, either behind. I think Ste Steamboat was right next to me because me and Ricky had talked to Ricky quite a bit because Ricky I knew from developmental would come down and train us at Deep South Wrestling sometimes. Uh, nothing but love for all these guys. And, and Paul, I, I didn't, Paul was, was much older and, and, and had health, health issues, and, but he was on the, on the bus right I think behind me um, on this particular bus ride, but I remember a few of the Hall of Fames. It was where he was on the bus, two or three of them, and uh, and then I got to do an independent show. And Paul was at one of the independent shows. I hadn't seen him since I was in WWE, and I, I've talked about this. He came up to me and, and gave me a hug and just said, "Thank you for speaking up on everything that you're speaking up on uh, when I'd left." Uh, and it really was a really cool cool moment and um i and i grew up where uh i didn't watch him a lot when i was younger but had watched him as i got into the business more and and really really just obviously physically looked as good as you can look and and just loved his intensity and, and i think he, he'll be remembered i think that generation you know, when you play the bad guy role, you don't, you're not sometimes <clears throat> like the, you don't, you don't create the, for the people that know, you know, and us in the business where it's just playing a role and, and they are looked at in the same uh, light, but sometimes in fans eyes, if you play a bad guy or the bad guy role, you're not looked at as favorably. And I don't, I've never really understood that. Um, but I mean, it makes sense in a way too, if you look at actors, but you don't, you don't like, 
wrestling is just different because the pay, there's a lot of screwed up factors and, and opportunities that come where I think it's more beneficial to play a good guy over a bad guy in most situations um, with that. But I think he's going to, I think his legacy will live on and, and people in pro wrestling. And, but obviously the further you get away from it, from a period of time and new stars are made and, and, you know, you don't, you don't talk about the people as often, but I think with, with the internet and, and all of this, he's, he's always going to be remembered and, the where I think this like stuff lives on forever now with, with the technology that we have. So, but it's crazy. It's just like, cause I've seen him and he looked nothing like he looked obviously when he wrestled in WWF and WCW and <clears throat> that whole period. But uh, it made me uh, I'm very happy that I got to be around him a little bit. And I had that interaction with him at that independent show when I was really hurt and I saw and everything he was going through and, it kind of is why I, I like it. I got to experience old age in my prime, essentially, uh, which is why I fought so hard to get my health back because I've seen, and this is why I'm not making bad decisions and not sacrificing my health for wealth until I know that I'm fully in the clear is because once you get to that point and the things happening and the older that we get, man, and, uh, you know, life can, it's, it's unfortunate. And, uh, and I saw him when he was in a bad way and, uh, you know, it's just, but it, that's why I'm very passionate and like, I think pro wrestlers need to be treated better. And I think there needs to be healthcare funds for pro wrestlers. And I think that the, the financial guys need to make more money. And I think you, there's a lot of things that can be improved that in pro wrestling and too, this is why too, like I, I feel the things that I talk about. When I see like the hate, sometimes I get like Twitter people that hate me. I'm like, do you understand the things that I actually truly talk about and what I what I want? It, I'm I'm not this. I love pro wrestling. I love wrestlers. I love the good people. On the I talk about the things that need to be talked about more with people, but so many people are scared because they're afraid to like because they get blackballed or this and that and right. And I go, I'm not this like big evil human being. Like I, I genuinely care and want things to be better and have lived through these things. And I believe to have a better understanding of like things and what needs to be done and things that need to be put in place to take care of people that have dedicated their lives to this business that I love so much with it. But it also has caused me so much pain with that and caused a lot of these people so much pain later in life. And that's why wrestlers die younger, specifically though that worked under Vince with that schedule and the way things were that didn't get the money that they should have gotten and weren't taken care of later. And you get one bad thing happen to you health wise, your entire bank account could be wiped out. You every people don't understand this. I've spent well into six figures to get my health back. And that's on top of bio accelerator, getting me over six figures of treatment for free, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get to do something that's never been done. And, but like, and if I didn't, I wouldn't, I would have been on pain pills and had to get a fusion and get a shoulder replacement. I would have been miserable. I would have been done. And so that's why sometimes when I see people, I go, do you really know me? Do you understand what I'm, what I talk about? Do you, or do you think, because you read something and you think that like, that, that you think I'm, I'm horrible to the pro wrestling industry. When I love pro wrestling, I love the pro wrestling industry and want it to be better for the talent. Like, and I go, how does that make you a bad person? Oh, well, I, well you're an asshole. Okay, how am I an asshole? Let's get specifically then, right? If you were to have this conversation, people would be able to, well, uh, 
uh, you dropped CM Punk on concrete. No, no, he was on padding on that, and he made it up, and he lied. No, 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 you're an asshole, right? So. <clears throat> I love Paul Orndorff, though. Always did it, and may he rest in peace. <clears throat> uh, we've got somebody telling me to eat chips. We're going to go ahead and just shell shock you out of here because you're very one-dimensional. Project Branch on another super chat. Thank you. When Psycho Sid broke his leg during a match, he said it was because he was told to do something he wasn't comfortable with. Have you ever been asked to do something that you weren't okay with? Yeah, uh, I was supposed to. I, I think I've talked about this. Um, it was early, it was so it was going into my program with John Cena. And I already, uh, I already had a lot of momentum. They wanted me to go out there, and I was, I, my back this particular day. I was doing live events, and there was something where I was physically, my back was was hurting. This was the beginning of my back issues uh, already into WWE very early on, with it not knowing that, that my discs were degenerating rapidly because of the nerve damage from my ankle injury, but. There was a. They wanted me to to take on Brodus Clay and Tenzai in a two on one match. Okay, <clears throat> and I already and I already wrestled Tenzai and I'd shell shock Tenzai. This is when I was babyface, but I was heel now. And the, Brodus and, and, and Tenzai were babyfaces. They were gonna. And don't get me wrong. They wanted me to go out there and smoke them in a two on one handicap match. Normally, anybody were like, okay, that's. A good booking for me, but I knew we were going into Cena to put Cena over with it. And so, but my back was was hurting on this particular day. I, I think I don't know if it was a Raw or SmackDown. And and I, I like Brodus a lot. I've always liked Brodus Tyrus, and he's been very successful post WWE. Uh, I did not think it was believable, no matter how much you had built me up, to beat these two guys that were twice my size, both of them. Who were both very entertaining, very good. I, I I had nothing but respect for the two guys. I did not think it made sense because I was losing to Cena anyways. Even though I know it was going to build me up for going in to make me look unstoppable, that I beat these two giant behemoths in the same. They wanted me to shell shock both of them, not the same time, but shell shock Brodus, shell shock Tenzai, and I was in physically did not feel my best. And I learned because Tenzai. To connect this for you, when I that that shell shock with Tenzai when I was babyface that went bad, which I shell shocked him many times, but that one particular night on Raw where it went bad and then had to call an audible and just just meat hooked him, it was my fault. I was I was very very sick, and I did not feel good. And I should have spoken up and said, guys, I, I don't physically think this is a good idea, but I did it because a warrior go out there. I don't care. I could do anything. It's just my mindset. But I learned from that because I go, well, that can happen if you don't physically feel your best. Uh, and so I didn't physically feel my best. And on top of, I thought it wasn't the smartest thing career. I thought it was, it was, they were probably getting like fired. Like that was for them. There's no good in that at all from a character standpoint to, to go out there to get smoked and double shell shocked. And these guys are giant of human beings, right? Individually single, 
you could always, but but two on one handicap match, same time, right? That that was where it was like, and I just and I, I said I don't physically think this is a good. I don't feel good, and I and I I, I didn't do it. And it wasn't, it wasn't, but it wasn't like, I'm not doing this. It was just, I went and had a conversation and explained my case and they, oh, no, no problem. And we switched the booking to something else. But I remember Brodus was very, thank He still brings it up whenever he mentioned, he's mentioned it multiple times that he was very thankful that I said something. And I talked to him, I go, I, I don't think it was, I think it was, the booking was pretty foolish on that, that I wouldn't want to be in that situation. And now you could say, well, am I not taking advantage of, you know, I, I've taken advantage of that all the time. I understand how that's, that's a luxury to be booked like that. And I was very appreciative of it, but, and, you know, all things I considered with that, that was the one thing that I, I, I said, I don't think it's good because picking them up. They were both very heavy and my I physically just thought it was putting me in a, I would wanted to be healthy going into the match with Cena, <laughs> which I was with that but that's where you learn and I've been there a little longer where I was like yeah I don't think this is a good idea with that because they're both very heavy guys and the tensai doesn't jump as good and then Brodus and then his knees are bad too so when guys knees are bad too it's harder to pick them up for that that particular move because it's putting all the stress on me in a very vulnerable position but that was the one thing that comes to mind on that where I I'd uh, had a conversation about it I do think uh, Dominic Mysterio is a good wrestler. I think he's going to co just continue to get better and better. You will see me again wrestling, yes. I, I assure you. I do do the Super Chats. Super Chats are greatly appreciated on here. Highly encouraged. Uh, Michael Morante got another super chat here. Do you wish you were never part of the WWE? Do you regret going in the first place knowing all they put you through? Obviously, you can't go back just wondering. The uh... So, first of all, I don't know if you're familiar. They know everything that they've done and what they're doing as far as... And so, that's why people have done... Bret Hart punched Vince McMahon in the face. So many people have done so many worse things. I have just spoken the truth on things. And, and right. So when you, you say things like that, I laugh because I, I know how the business works. And I think fans and people say they, they, you guys all think a certain way and like, but people that know, and like, I know how much money I made them. They know how much money I made them. They know what I'm capable of more than anybody. Where you guys say, well, obviously you can't go back. I go, well, obviously you don't. You don't understand anything. You don't understand the, the things that have gone on behind the scenes. Like, I'm confident. <laughs> it, it's funny when you when you say stuff like that. But um, no, I'm, I'm thankful for everything. I just, I, I, I trust me. I don't. I never thought in a million years that my relationship with them was ever going to be bad. I thought I was going to be there for life. I'm not the one that 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 stabbed me in the back and did different things and. It's again, I think uh, a lot can be fixed with communication, but I can't make somebody, I'm self-developed and evolved and understand and, and like, but I can't make somebody else catch up to like where, you know, like Hunter and Hunter needs to eventually, 
when he feels he can have a conversation, that's, I can't, and I'm not that I didn't do the stabbing. Right. So I'm not, I don't work like that. And, but I, and I think anything is possible and, but we'll sit, I've always been protected. And like I said, I'll just sit back and I'm, I'm making money. I'm getting stronger and healthier. I feel better than I felt in a long, long time. Everything is worked out. will work out the way it needs to work out. And when a sale goes down and different things and people are in charge, like, you know, and by the way, there's other wrestling promotions and there's business to be done all with other people. And I, I just like, I think there's going to be some really cool opportunities at, at some point in time with that. But no, I'm, I'm thankful for everything. And, do I wish things were better? But I don't regret anything because I, I wouldn't be who I am without that. And that's life. Things happen, act, react, you learn, evolve, you grow, you, you go through life, you know? And I, and I, I got to do things that, that very few people will ever have the, the chance to do in their lifetimes. Billions of people on this planet suffering each and every single day. And I said, I want to be a pro wrestler when I was a kid. And I literally did it at the highest level and, and succeeded and succeeded every day that I did it. Very few people can can say they've done something like that. And I walked out on my own and I, I got my health back and I, I've proven to you guys my mindset that has helped me be successful with what I've learned, right? On different things. And, and those of you that get it, I, I think it can reach, you can understand and it can help motivate. And, you know, and to those that don't, don't. There's people that think I'm the worst human being in the world, that I was the worst wrestler in the world. And I'm just like, okay, well, what have you done? With that, I did pretty damn good for being the worst wrestler of the world, if that's the case. <laughs> uh, oh, this is a funny question. Uh, Michael Morante says, better traps 2002 Brock or 2012 Ryback? I'll tell you, my, so Brock, ridiculous traps also. But I, so this isn't a fair comparison because there was no wellness policy in 2002. I've always, uh, that said, I think I've still physically, I remember my traps grow very, very easily. When I train them twice a week, usually that like, so, and this is something like, like if I know I'm going back to TV, my trap training gets upped instantly because my traps always stay big, but I could get them where they, they pop like nothing else when I start. Like I can, I, I jump up to 22, 24 sets a week, like a, a 10 and 12 set on Monday and a 10 and 12 set on Thursday or Friday. My traps just go to, they, they get ridiculous. And that's what I was doing. <clears throat> Whenever my traps were bigger, it was when like I was just doing traps more in the gym. And there'd be some weeks where I'm like, I want my traps to be a little bigger. And it was like, oh, just do a few extra sets and they look better on TV. I've always been blessed with that that muscle group to, that responds really, really well. I don't know. I think it depends. There, there's some pretty ridiculous photos of me when I'm on the ropes where my traps are bulging out, where I don't think there's anybody in wrestling. I think they're the best in the history of wrestling. That said, I think there's other people that, that Goldberg's at different periods were unreal. Brock, different periods were unreal. Psycho Sid was one of the reasons. Psycho Sid was the reason I, I became familiar with traps as a kid. I remember I told this story in Cena's gym with Rob McIntyre. I, I just said, I go, I learned as a kid, I go, if you have big traps, that's what caught my attention. Cause psycho Sid, it made me just instantly have respect for him because not everybody has big traps. It's very few people do. So it's like instantly it's a way to stand out that if you've got this giant neck and traps, you're just like, 
who the hell is that? Because like most of the guys don't have that. So that guy's built different. And that's, that's what it really, I believe that is a thing that subconsciously goes into getting over like that. And so I've always placed a high emphasis on that. I'd have to do, I think Brock in that period, <laughs> Brock looked ridiculous. So we live in a world like where if I say myself, people say you're cocky and conceited and you're full of it. But if I lie, like if I, but I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, right. And say, but if, if I go the approach of, and this is all human psychology, very weird. If I go, no, man, nobody can touch Brock, Brock, 2002, untouchable brother. Oh, he blew me away. Then everybody in the comments, Ryback's so humble. No, Ryback's traps destroyed him. But if I say myself, then I'm a piece of trash and I suck. And like, so I'll let you guys decide that. I let you guys decide. I suck. <laughs> Best storyline I've ever been a part of. My my whole WWE uh leaving storyline this is all one big storyline we've been working you guys for this six and a half years um nexus was by far i think the coolest storyline and uh was a really cool cool moment in life nexus storyline all the way josie wells thank you for the super chat what do you think is uh what do you think is tire with vince rumors I don't understand the question on that. I, I talk about the Vince stuff all just a little bit prior to this, though, Josie, if you listen to the show or go back once it's out, you'll be able to scroll back and should we hold part on the Vince McMahon stuff? James Ellsworth, best traps. <laughs> Good morning from Australia. Hello, hello. Uh, somebody says, why does Charlotte Flair always get her way? She was gone for seven months and she already is a champ. Do you think Charlotte is best for business? All she do is bury the division. I did see that she came back. She looked great. I mean, obviously, it's all it, they, they pick who they have playing the roles. I'm sure she has a very nice contract. I think it's no uh, secret that Hunter loves Ric Flair. And I think she has been uh, used in great roles from the beginning of her career and given a lot of opportunities. And I, but I think she has also done very well with those opportunities. And, uh, and I think it would be anything we would all want those opportunities as a talent um, and whatnot. And that's just the way that, that it's, it's a political business, but I don't think, I think she's great with any of that. Now, I, if she's not your favorite, obviously, you probably have issues with it. But people that love her probably don't have a problem with it. And, you know, I don't – this is one of those things where I I would have to look at the numbers and be – I would have to be on the inside and have to go, well, what is she doing for us numbers-wise when she's in this position? Who – what are the numbers of the other people that when they're in that position and where are like – are are the best business decisions truly being made while, you know, I don't know. I would imagine though she does good and does good, some decent numbers for them to keep her in that to begin with. But I know that that, that doesn't always matter. And if, if like I've said, the Hunter with the relationship with Rick and, and her being his daughter, but like, I, I, I can tell you firsthand, she works very, very hard. And she, she's very good. 
So I, I have no issue with I like I personally have no issue with how she's ever been been booked or handled. And you know, people, I think we all would want to be play those roles as often as possible as talent. And to to you know, it, it would be one thing if she was really bad. If she wasn't capable of performing and just giving chance after chance after chance after chance. But I, I don't think that's been the case at all or re remotely even close to it. So, And look, she was gone for seven or eight months. That was seven or eight months that talent and people had to, for her not being there. And now she's back. So and she, she's not been she's been championed a lot throughout her career. But some of those reigns have been short and, and whatnot. And so. You know, it's just playing a role. That's all that it is. Yeah, I've been to Tampa. I lived there for three years. Thank you very much, Caleb. I'm looking, uh, I missed a super chat. I think what are my thoughts on Roman? I love the whole, the whole Roman bloodline storyline and, uh, always got along really, really well with Roman. Always loved wrestling him. And, uh, he has a great attitude and I think he's, uh, I think the connection is kind of bad on my end on the internet. I apologize, guys. I, uh, Roman, I, I always enjoyed Roman and I enjoy his personality. He's a great athlete. He's a great wrestler. He's a, he's a great person. So I'm very happy, uh, for his success, his success. And I understand, like, I think he's, he, 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 he's done nothing but improved and gotten better, uh, and, and kept, from all accounts of everything I know, a great attitude, um, despite, you know, his success. So I'm looking to see if I've, uh, I know someone says I missed some super chats, but I'm scrolling and trying to see here. And I apologize if the connection is a little choppy today, guys, I don't know what's going on with the internet. No, it looks like I got, uh, Oh, there is one super chat. Project Brainchild says, clearly you're in great condition, but is there a difference between the shape you're in and, and ring shape? That is what I train for. And it, the so you could be in shape physically and look really, really good with it, but not be in ring shape. And, and what that is is conditioning, and which is why I like doing hard Stairmaster burpees, which I just did for the first time. I'm doing my burpees now that my shoulder is much better. And uh, that is one of the greatest. And I've always found burpees, burpees and Stairmaster and specifically burpees translate to the in-ring conditioning almost directly because in the ring, you're using your entire body. This is why I'm a big believer in burpees. And for me, the, 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 the way that I know that I'm in ring shape is if I do a hundred burpees in under 10 minutes, I am golden. I can do anything in the ring. I can recover really quickly. My body is primed and ready to go. And I could I, like, so I've made sure that when I've been away, 
I do all my hard conditioning. I do more conditioning now than I ever did when I was in, even in WWE. And I did a lot in WWE and to keep myself, I couldn't breathe through my nose. Now I could breathe through my nose and I do more conditioning. I'm in the best shape of my life. And now again, though, that, that does correlate when, but if you just do like the elliptical, very easy, that doesn't correlate to in-ring shape. There are things that what you'll hear is, and people have said this in the past, they go, you can never duplicate in-ring training. That's a lie. Yes, you can. You can very easily. And I've done it before on things and where you can get into the ring and you're shaping because you've done the things, the Stairmasters, the burpees, the jump rope, you know, the things in your body is well conditioned to where the actions in the ring don't blow you up and your recovery is very quick so that if you do get tired, you recover really quickly with that. Now there is a thing of still going in there in, in doing that, where in getting that practice and in, in the ring rust and that that's a little different on that. But, but again, it's like riding a bike. Once you do it, you never forget it. And it, it's always, always been true in any extended period that I've had away. So, uh, but there is a different, like if you look at bodybuilders, bodybuilders can look like a million bucks uh, on the outside, but they are absolutely the worst conditioned people in the world. They can't, they can't walk up a flight of stairs without keeling over. They could never get in a wrestling ring and do a five minute match. They would, they would, they would, they would, they would have a heart attack with that. So there's a difference. That's why I, I do my hard conditioning. I physically keep myself very close to what I always was, but I also keep my conditioning to what it was. And that's why I always say conditioning creates confidence in a lot of people and athletes. What happens is they get away from doing something. They lose their conditioning and then they lose their confidence. I'm very aware. I, I like, I study people I see and I, I knew when I made certain decisions, I go, I got to keep my conditioning. That's how I'll keep my confidence. If I, but if you let, if you dig that hole too deep, it's very hard to get out of that with it. And I've never forgotten. I know, I know the formula that I had when I was successful. And so I'm able to take that game plan and in, increase it while I'm away because I know I'm not doing the wrestling also. So I increase it with it and it makes up, I firmly believe. So that that transition, that gap will be as small as possible That when it's time to turn that light on. But there is, it is, there's, there's also nothing like replicating what the, the, the skill that you're doing with that, right? Like with wrestling. And so the best way to, with that, on top of doing the conditioning things is to, to do the wrestling as well. To those movements, the, the up and down in that, and, and that, that, that further helps. <clears throat> but with that guys i think we're going to go ahead and wrap up we've gone we've gone almost an hour 40 today this week on the ryback show i always uh always greatly greatly appreciate your love and support on all the platforms and uh give me a follow on ryback tv a subscribe if you can with that, guys, and check out my Feed Me More Nutrition on FeedMeMore.com. New customers can save 30% with discount code RYBACK30, RYBACK30. All new customers, first-time buyers, regular customers can save 20% with discount code FEEDME20, FEEDME20, all on FeedMeMore.com. So check that out, guys. We've got a good week of football here Sunday. I think there's a game. Is there a game, games tonight, too, if I'm not mistaken? i got to check. And as I as I continue my 24-hour fasting, I got to go get my shoulder work done and go grab a coffee and take the dogs to the park for a little bit before it rains. We've had overcast the past week here in Vegas. Um, but have a great weekend, guys. Always appreciate the love and support with all of you. And uh, let's stay hungry until we feed again, my friends. Stay hungry once again. <laughs> feed me 
more. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. And for the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.